Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Makai, Mariah, Miranda, Jesse Jane, America, Toronto, Andrew, Madison, Mason, Brian, Kendra, Boston, Britain, J.R. Jackson, and Julian. Um, Violet and Julia, I looked at my grandmother, my mother, my sister, my in-laws, and just ask those out and pray for each and every one of them. Pray for this uh, prayer ministry, individually as well as collectively, and also pray for uh, my small group, individually as well as collectively. Uh, And I look at the probation department. Amen. Amen. I'd like to lift up Sister Althea this morning and all of those that support this ministry that may not be on the line this morning. If not, we'll move on to our scripture reading now. Start off for God so not the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God said not His Son into the world, condemn the world, but that through Him the world might be saved. John 3 16 and 17. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118.24, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me, and my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.13 and 19. Amen. Amen. In the beginning is the Word, and the Word is God, and the Word is with God, John 1 and 1. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He will direct your path by verse 3, verses 5 and 6. Amen. more scripture reading. If not, we'll move on to our portion of our prayer service. Or we come to pray. Whoever would like to go first, you may do so at this time. Our Father, Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Father God, it's once again that we humble ourselves before your throne of grace. Coming this morning, oh God, just to say thank you. Lord, you've been so good to us. And we just thank you this morning, oh God, for this brand new day that we've never seen before. And we'll never see again. Father, we just come and say thank you. Lord God, if you come around this prayer line, we ask that you would create within us, oh God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Wash us and purge us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh God, we come touching and agreeing on this line. Your words say we're two or three touching and agreeing on the same thing. Father God, you say that you'll be a God in the midst, but we thank you this morning for being a God in the midst. Father God, if we come around this prayer line this morning, oh God, there have been petitions that have went up. 
So, God, we come crying out to you. So, now I know, God, that you're here and you answer our prayer. So, God, you say whatsoever we ask in your name, oh, God, that you will do it. This morning, God, we say thank you, Lord, God. We, we just come to be grateful. We just come to say thank you. Thank you. But, Lord, God, there have been some issues, oh, God. There have been some circumstances, oh, God. There have been some things, oh, God, that we need to lift up to you because you are the prayer hearing, God, and you are the only prayer answering, God. So, God, this morning we lift up every prayer petition that was spoken on this line. Father God, we lift up this country to you, Lord God. Knowing, oh, God, that you're able, oh, God, to do anything but fail. Lord God, we ask that you would touch right now, oh, God. Whatever's wrong, oh, God, that you would fix it, oh, God, fix the crooked places and make them straight again, oh, God. Father God, we asking for peace and unity in this country. Oh, God, this country needs unity, oh, God. We pray for our outgoing president, but, God, we pray for president-elect this morning, oh, God, and his cabinet members, oh, God, and we pray against racism, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we pray against this slogan, make America great again, oh, God, because this nation has always been great, oh, God. Father God, so this morning we come, oh, God, just to say thank you. Have mercy upon us, oh, God, while we lift up those that's on this prayer line this morning, oh, God, and we lift up their prayer petitions, oh, God, and we ask that you would touch them, oh, God, and that you would answer them, oh, God, while we lift up our marriages and our children to you, oh, God. We lift up one pastor, Glenn Keller, this morning, and Father God, we thank you for keeping him and loving him, oh, God, and we ask that you continue to wrap your loving arms around him and give him protection, oh, God, from all of the elements, oh, God, wherever he tried and traveled, oh, God, that you would make the way safe for him, Lord God. And for that, this morning, we say thank you. We lift up our homes this morning. We thank you for homes of love and joy and peace this morning, oh, God. Oh, God, we say thank you, Father. You've been good to us, oh, God. We lift up our churches this morning, oh, God. And we ask that you be with us, oh, God, as we go in our various services this morning, oh, God, that you would lead us there, oh, God, that you presence in your spirit will rest rule and abide in our church services this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come to say thank you this morning, because you've been good to us, oh God, and we lift up every prayer petition that was spoken and unspoken this morning, and God, we thank you for answering. We thanking you for marriages. We thanking you for our children. We thanking you for our homes, oh God. Oh, we just come to say thank you. We thank you for increasing our finances. Lord, you've been good, and we just come to say thank you this morning. God, we pray in faith, but above all, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Our most holy and gracious Father, we come right now praising and lifting up your name and glorifying you. Heavenly Father, Father God, we thank you for your blessings and your mercy and grace and your everlasting love. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son. And the requirement, as long as we believe in in him, we shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so, Father God, we thank you for the living water that you are. We thank you for your word. We thank you that 
You don't have to go through anyone else but to call upon you, Heavenly Father. And so, God, I just touch and agree with my sister uh, on this morning, Heavenly Father. We stand in faith, Heavenly Father, those who are sick and shut in. We we know that you are healing. We thankful, Heavenly Father, for for all that you are, Heavenly Father. We ask that you just uh, heal those that are in need, Heavenly Father. Put your loving arms of protection around them and keep them and watch over them, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the grace and comfort that you give to those who are dealing with loss and bereavement, Heavenly Father, dealing with uh, the loss of, of of a loved one, Heavenly Father, dealing with loss of relationships, Heavenly Father, Father God, uh, loss of jobs, Heavenly Father. Lo- uh, Father God, we just ask that you give them comfort and grace and mercy, Heavenly Father, beyond all understanding. Father God, we call the names of our children uh, on today, standing and believing that you will protect them and watch over them and keep them and guide them, Heavenly Father. Father God, I pray that our children will be obedient, Heavenly Father, to your word. Heavenly Father, they will seek you first in everything that they do, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we pray for our children uh, who have yet to be born, Heavenly Father. We pray for our children um, wherever they are and whatever the point of needs that they are, Heavenly Father. Father God, we continue to lift up the elderly, Heavenly Father, and we thank you. We thank you. Uh, for the life of longevity that you give them, Heavenly Father. Father God, I thank you for um, Minister Vincent's mother-in-law. I thank you for my mother and my grandmother. Uh, um, I thank you for my mother-in-law and father-in-law, Heavenly Father. Father God, I thank you for Auntie Gladys. I thank you for all the other elderly uh, senior saints that, that we called out, Heavenly Father, Sister Teresa's mother, Heavenly Father, and just bless them and keep them, Heavenly Father. Bless them in health and um, strength, Heavenly Father. Father God, I just thank you uh, for what you are doing in their lives, Heavenly Father. Father God, I pray for this ministry, Heavenly Father. I thank you for the women of God that prayed before me, Heavenly Father. I thank you. I'm thankful, Heavenly Father, that you allow the word to manifest in her, Heavenly Father, and that she continue to evangelize and preach and teach your word, Heavenly Father. I thank you for the man of God who was so obedient, Heavenly Father, uh, and and heard you six years ago to uh, start a prayer call, Heavenly Father to gather the masses, to come together and, and pray each day, Heavenly Father. We ask that you bless Pastor Keller in his absence. Bless him wherever he is, Heavenly Father. Wherever, uh, give him grace and mercy, Heavenly Father. Let, I pray that he would continue to seek the protection of you each and every day, Heavenly Father. Father God, I, um, I thank you for every pastor uh, and preacher that will preach your word this morning, Heavenly Father. I pray that they will refer to your word, Heavenly Father. I thank you. For your holy word, Heavenly Father, I'm thankful, Heavenly Father, that we can that we are we are invested in reading in your word daily, Heavenly Father, and uh, growing and learning, Heavenly Father. And so, God, I just thank you uh, for all that you are and all that you have been, Heavenly Father. Father God, I touch and agree with my sister uh, in regards to this country, Heavenly Father, as transition of power take place, Heavenly Father. Father God, this country is so uh, divided at this time, at this time, Heavenly Father. And so, God, I just pray for grace and mercy upon uh, upon each and every person, Heavenly Father. Father God, people uh, have not accepted and embraced the the transition of power is going to a man who was so divisive um, during the campaign season, Heavenly Father. Um, Father God, we know words can hurt, Heavenly Father, but Father, we pray. For that words and actions and thoughts and um, 
be changed, Heavenly Father, and we know that you are a God who is big enough to handle all things, Heavenly Father. So, God, I pray for Donald Trump, Heavenly Father. I pray for his family. I pray for his cabinets and leaders, Heavenly Father, that he is picking, Heavenly Father. But, Father God, I also pray that you change their hearts and minds. I also pray that you change the hearts and minds of all American citizens, Heavenly Father. Father God, I pray for the people that they feel that they need to to appeal to, Heavenly Father. Change their hearts and minds as well, Heavenly Father. Change ours, Heavenly Father, that, Father God, that that we allow him to give the, uh, to, to have a chance, Heavenly Father, even though they did not allow the, the current president, uh, President Barack Obama, a chance, Heavenly Father. But, Father God, we must go high when they choose to go low, Heavenly Father. And so, yeah. God, thank you uh, for uh, our president, President Barack Obama. I thank you for his wife, his children, his mother-in-law, Heavenly Father. I, I'm grateful for the example that they have shown to this world, Heavenly Father. Father God, I'm grateful, Heavenly Father, um, uh, for the federal, state, and local leaders that they would take it upon themselves to represent this country, Heavenly Father. And Father God, bless them and keep them and watch over them as well. Change their hearts and minds as well, that knowing that in order for this country to be great, and this country is great because, Father God, you made this country, Heavenly Father. Father God, we pray that... Uh, that everyone will get together and work together, Heavenly Father. We know and believe that everybody will not always agree that they need to be cordial and working together for the betterment of all people. And so, God, I just uh, thankful, Heavenly Father, um, that we can just call upon you and be thankful, Heavenly Father, that you are God of another chance. Because, Father God, we know that we are imperfect, Heavenly Father. But, Father God, we are so grateful to know that, Father God, you know the end. As the beginning as well as the end, Heavenly Father, you know the outcomes. And so, God, I just thank you. I praise you. I honor you. And I magnify your name and your son, Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless his holy name. And no more prayers. We'll have our prayer of salvation. Margaret. Most gracious and loving God, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord, for this day, because this is the day that you have made, and we choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, I just thank you for the opportunity to reach out to those who do not know you in the pardon of their sins. Father, we thank you that we will not let our witness pack them in a negative way, dear God, that we will always remember that you are in our hearts, dear God, especially when we're around those that don't know you in their, uh, have a personal relationship with you. Father God, I thank you that we'll be able to share the good news with them and tell them it's as easy as believing in their hearts and confessing with their mouths and that they too can be saved. So, Father, we thank you that they're coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west to be a part of your kingdom, that they will join local churches in order to learn more about you and how to live this while on this earth. So, Father, we just thank you as they come in faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now we've come to the portion of our prayer ministry where we share a time if you have a testimony or praise report that you'd like to share you need to start this time. And I'll start off with just thank you, Lord. I'm just grateful this morning. Sister Marguerite, thank you for your song this morning, starting us off. And I thank him for each and every one of you. And, and I thank him that all is well with the election. I, 
I thank him that this country is coming back together. And I thank him. I, I give him glory and honor, no matter what it look like. I thank him. I give him glory for that. Amen. Amen. And I thank him that we have the blessed assurance of knowing that God is always in control. And we will keep our trust, faith, and our focus on him because we know that he cares for each of us. So we will not walk in fear. As I was talking to a lady the other day, we will just know that God, know, like Sister Yolanda said, God knows the end from the beginning. And so we will just make sure that we're in step with his plan and not speak against what that he's doing. So I thank him that even though sometimes things may look dim and they may look grim, we always yeah. know that God is in control. Amen. Yes, Amen. Yes, Let's be real. It can look dim sometimes, but God is in control. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I think I, I'm grateful that He is in control. <laughs>
we were looking through there. She had a son, uh, uh, and this is so true to form. I had to take a picture and send it to my mother-in-law. Um, um, her um, her parents were starch Democrats. My mother is is a is a Democrat through and through, uh, and and she doesn't hide the facts. <laughs> and, and we had our little uh, uh, our family is di- is definitely divided, and because uh, both of our husbands are conservative, uh, and so yesterday after we left um, the Bible store we kind of broke off into two different cards and said so that was our opportunity to talk about what was going on uh, with our politics and, and things like that. And so um, but when we were looking at the Bible yesterday, it was a newspaper clipping that, of um, my uh, of Chris's uncle. He passed away very young, but he was, an, uh, he was a part of the Young Democrats, and he was the president in their city and so forth. And, and I looked, I said, oh, my God, your mother would be like, oh, this is like such, such a treasure. And his mother had it in her in the Bible, um, tucked away in the Bible and so on. And so, you know, I, I thank God. I thank God for the word. I thank God that we were able to go through the history, and I'm going to make sure um, next week um, when I'm in Atlanta checking, looking at my grandmother's Bible. And, um, and that was the whole point of um, Pastor David really trying to encourage us to, invest in our Bibles, read in our Bibles, write in our Bibles, and make sure we gift our Bibles uh, to the next generation and so forth. So, um, so I was, we were really excited, and I just thank God for his word. Amen. Amen. Looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. And, oh, she was excited about that. She was like, oh, my God. I was sharing with her. I said, well, I said, well, I said, my uh my sister on a prayer card uh, call and invited me to to stay with her and and I asked her and I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yes, you can come and stay with us. So we we are so. She was like, what a blessing. And so yeah. I just thank you again, uh, Sister Marguerite, for opening your home to both Cameron and, and myself. And it's Minister Vincent, we coming this year to New Orleans. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. I know yes. when Mother told me that, I said, oh, that is so nice. I said, I should be able to get to Atlanta, too. That's beautiful. Y'all have a blessed time. Atlanta might as well get ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That's what my husband said. Oh, he said, well, I guess you're going to be going at a, at a high time. And I, yeah. I guess so. We were watching the game. I guess so. Oh, that's right, because we won yesterday, so we will play yeah. again. Are you talking about Atlanta, right? Got to be. Yeah. Yeah. We talking about y'all Falcons. Everybody was, yeah. was ribbing on, on on Facebook, and I told my I oh, give it to them. The Dirty Birds, Matt Ryan, and them came to win. That's just the bottom line. They wanted a victory, yeah, and they chose it. They won. Yeah, they did. They won. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they did, and... I, I, I will be at AT&T Stadium at 12.30, and Lord knows, at 1 o'clock, at 1.30, whatever, they open up them gates. Amen. Amen. Where is that? Is that, in, is that in Dallas? Oh, that's in Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah it's, in the, it's in Arlington, but yes, yes. Okay. So yeah. they're, they playing uh, Green Bay. And Green Bay, that's going to be a yeah. good game. Yeah, and my husband. You know, I love he, that. Mm, 
Yeah, my husband is a Green Bay. Uh, well, he has yeah. five teams, and Green Bay is one of them, and and that's the number one team for him. So it was like this is his Super Bowl, and he's excited. Right. And I feel I bad sure that I won't be here win. with him. <laughs> I sure don't want to see Green Bay win, but look at their fear. See, man, you gonna be your, your feelings gonna be hurt because Dallas, Dallas is not gonna beat Green Bay. And I looked at Aaron Rodgers the other night, and I said, oh, I don't know. Dak is a little inexperienced. I said, but, Lord, I'm going to pray that Dallas win. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many people don't like Dallas. And, Erica, you don't understand. They used to cheat for Dallas all the time, call Dallas American team. Dallas, and I said, why, why are y'all hating on these people, see? <laughs> <laughs> So I've been walking around here saying go Detroit. First of all, they're not in the playoffs, honey. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I said, but that's all right, because that's the only team that I'm going to ever go for. But go Detroit, I, I guess. Oh, so Lord. I'm going to pray for a fast game, and I can get home, get back on the other side of Arlington at a decent time tonight. We watched TV show 11.30 last night. Look what they're going to Yeah, I was so glad when Tiffany and them got up to go. Because Tiffany and our children... They'll just shit, because they're night owls. We'd be mm-hmm. in the bed by 8 o'clock, and they never would leave. I cooked all day yesterday, and, you know, just family time, and I thank God for that. I really, really do. And we sit around here, but it was time to go home last night. And finally, 11.25, when that game went off, she, about 10.30 or something, she said, come on, Trent, he's sitting there on the computer, Mr. Politics. We talking about some of the things that um, Donald Trump and Donna, he said, oh, y'all don't understand, my mother. Y'all don't understand. The man is right. And we, I say, Trenton, I'm not getting ready to debate you because I told you he, he voted. He votes independent. And they call him Mr. Debate because he debates everything. He did right to go on some political signs. And I say, Trenton, some of the things that President-elect is doing is wrong. He said, my mom, all this socialism, it has to stop. The, the country is going to be bankrupt. I said, no, the country is going to be bankrupt because he's taking taxes away from the wealthy. I see. I understand that there's not enough money because he's going to decrease taxes on the wealthy. I said, so I understand that somebody has to pay for this and just let's take the whole affordable campaign out. I said, Trenton, that is wrong. And so Tiffany said, Mom, you're losing, you, you, you're getting ready to lose a debate. I said, I'm not going to debate with him. I'm going to keep praying because I know God hears my prayers. And I told him, I said, I'm, I'm finished with it. He said, too much socialism in, our, in America. He said, that's why these other countries are in poverty because they want to pay everybody health care. If you don't have health care, you need to go get some. I said, Trenton, you're talking foolish, because that means you're talking about your grandmother. And he looked, he said, oh, well, Mama, we're going to have to try to help you pay your insurance. <laughs> 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 and, and you know what? And it's so sad. Uh, uh, Chris's niece uh, was here from uh, Germany. And, um, you know, she when, she when she was in college, she went and studied abroad for a semester and and she met a young man and, uh, from there. And uh, after she graduated, she went back and they got married. And so that's where she lives. And so she was talking about how 
the popular socialism worked. And in Germany, it worked for them, and it, it worked effectively. I mean, they're not a broke country, they, um, but they do uh, have health insurance. They do have um, – she was explaining to me, I think, on her last visit, and we talked about this again on this visit, that they do allow their uh, their families to have time with families. So they they get an incredible amount of time off each year. I mean, where you may get, like, maybe two weeks vacation every six months or whatever. They get, like, you know, months at a time. I mean, when she had her baby, she was able to take off her 18 months for wow. to uh, with pay uh, and to be home with her child because family what family comes first, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so you know they take these long holidays. Her husband he was here because uh, she was here for a month. Uh, he was here for three weeks because he did have to go back to work because they were on holiday um, at the beginning of the summer, and so they planned to take those holidays because, mm-hmm. you know, by her being, because uh, she's a dual citizen mm-hmm. both there and she still maintained her citizenship here. And now, thank God she did. Uh, yes. And, so, and my mother-in-law, she was so proud. My mother-in-law said the Democrat society and in hideaways. And and I remember years ago, my mother-in-law said, ain't nobody here that has a thought, that has the same thought process and similar um, political base. Now it's like a whole group of them. And she was like, she was telling me yesterday, she said, Jessica was the head of the party. They had a party, and, and she invited Jessica to go with her. And uh, and they were just so in tune with the young person uh, coming from another country and talking about how they make it work and how this country doesn't, you know, is not able to make it work. And, and like I told my mother-in-law, I said, you know, uh, I said, my uh, supervisor is the only one that was able to help me to understand why business people did not like Affordable Care Act. And like I told her, I said, I I still support it because I think it's a need, and I'm with you. I said, not everybody. I, I talked to a defendant uh, this week who did not have any health insurance. He was in the hospital last month for three days. His bill was $30,000. This man is never going to pay that $30,000. And and I usually don't talk about politics to my defendants because I, I know where I'm at. I know that the, right. um, the city that I work in, the county that I work in, I mean, they are Republicans. Poor people are Republicans, and it drives me crazy because I was like, I don't understand that. But um, he was talking, and I said, well, I said, that's when you should have told your family that you needed some insurance. And, and I said, people don't like the Affordable Care Act. I said, but you should have went and got some. And he was like, well, Ms. Lawson, I was in prison. And I said, but you are in prison now. You've been out of prison for two years. I said, you you qualify for the Affordable Care Act. I'm not saying that you vote for it and this, that, and the other, but you qualify because you now you have a bill in Mansfield, where I live at. I didn't tell them that. Where I live at, you're not going to pay it back. Who's going to pay it back? Me. I'm paying it back. And see, that's and, the way Tiffany says that too. She said, Mama, she said, I look at you, she said, and I love you. She said, but mama, like my friend Robin, she said, and I, I understood when she said this. She said, Robin is going to the doctor, to the dermatologist. She said, when I take my children to the dermatologist and myself, I have to pay this expensive copay. Mm-hmm. She said, I have to 
get an expensive copay and then go pay for medicine. Just say your friend decided she wanted some freckles off her face, so she gone to the dermatologist on, on, on us. And, Mama, those are the kind of things that she say medical issues, I understand. She say, but cosmetic, she say, that's something that you don't need to get done. And I said, well, I understand both sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do, too. And my boss, and my boss, she talked about it from a business standpoint. And I didn't know this about it. And, and I told her, I said, you know, you're the first person who really sat down and told me about this. And she was saying, as a small business owner, they can offer the insurance to their employees. But if the employees reject it, them as business owner, her and her husband, they have to pay penalty before somebody to reject And she was like, that's not fair. She said, we're trying to make it just like uh, the rest of you all. Uh, she said, unlike, you know, with the county, they offered, she said, look, and she was telling me, the next time when you get your check, look at how much the county pays. Um, and, and I looked at it, I said, they pay all of mine because um, for employee only, um, they pay for uh, they pay for all of our insurance. I don't have to pay anything. I don't pay no premium for employee only. I have cameras on her father's, uh, so I don't pay that. And so I was like, well, I don't pay anything. They pay for it all. And she said, go and look at the whole amount that they spend. And then she said, now, we can spend a certain amount, but as a business owner, if my employees reject it, but still on the back end, we have to pay for it at the end, the end of the day. And her husband, he was reluctantly, he didn't vote for Trump, but he was like, Trump get in office, he would help us out. And, 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 I, and I struggled with that because, and this is what my mother-in-law and I were talking last night. I said, you know, I said, he's going to tax the working class. I said, because I'm not the middle class. I'm a working class. And I said, even though they may say that we're middle class, but I said, here I am. I'm working two and three jobs to try to help, help my daughter go to school. And, and you know, I have to pay my taxes and so forth. So, And my mother-in-law, she's like, I know. And then she said, I try to get, uh, and like I told her, I said, me, me and Chris, we can't talk about politics at all and um, for, for the sake of our marriage. And so I was like, well, and she said, so y'all don't say anything? I said, no, we don't say anything anymore because we can't. And so she's like, okay. So, you know, but I thank God. I thank God, that, you know, that. We, he allow us to have a choice, and I just pray for the change of thoughts in mind. So that, that's right. my prayer. Right. And my prayer is that they don't just do away with it without coming up with a plan because mm-hmm. it's going to be even worse if you have you take everybody off the metal, the insurance companies, y'all premiums are going to go up even more like Tiffany was saying last She said, Mama, they take $1,000 a month out of my payroll from me, Keith, and, and Kyron and Trenton. And she has destiny on her plan. You know, she said, Mama, that's a lot of money. She said, they take a 1000 She said, I still have to pay. If I go to the emergency room, I have to pay. If I mm-hmm. go to the doctor, I have to pay. She said, you decide you want to go to the emergency room. She say, you are already in the system. You just go walk in the emergency room. She say, I work every day, but I got to pay. I co-pay. She said, that's all I'm saying, that they have to come up with a better plan. She say, 
Some people are going to not like it, she said. And we know the Republicans are out to get poor people. She said, but, Mom, something does have to be done about this this situation, you know. And I said, we just going to keep praying. And for the time being, I'm going to keep using Obamacare. I'm going to every doctor I can before they take it all out. Mm-hmm. Because and they really it's, it's, what you say, Sister really, Marguerite? I just got in the car, y'all. They really need to fix the billing system and the way that the the insurance companies. That's that's where I think one of the busy, busiest, the the worst disconnects is the way that they bill themselves. Because when I had my surgery, it was a hundred and some thousand dollars, and then right. the the insurance company. Supposedly they write off a part of it. They have this this different um, pricing based on, I guess, what's negotiated for that particular insurance company. So they they have to bill really really high, I guess, in order to get something. Some of their money uh, back. It needs to be fixed, but uh, you know they said that the doctors are not the one that's really making the money. So. I don't know where the money is being made other than with the insurance company. Yeah, and that's why, I've, and I, I've always thought that, and and you know it's not perfect, and and it needs, like you said, it needs to. I mean, if they're gonna. It's, I I don't want them to totally disband it, but you know, try to fix it. Everybody's not gonna be happy, and that's and that's how me and my boss are talking. And she's like, no, everybody's not gonna be happy, um, but she said, I want you to see it from a business standpoint. And she said, look at me. She said, I'm working. She said, I'm still working because of the fact I have to work. Because uh, I was sharing with her that, you know, Chris may retire this year and uh, because he has his 30, over 30 years. And um, she said, I can't retire. Me and Chris are the same age. She said, I can't retire because when she left the county at one point, she went and worked in, in the business and uh, for their business. And she took some of her money back and didn't pay it back. And so um, she was like, so I still got to be here. And she said, but as a business owner, you know, I don't want to, you know, we can use a tax break. She said, we do a whole lot. And I and I told her, I said, I don't discard that they don't do a whole lot for the community. But, and, you know, at the same time, I said, people need insurance. I said, versus them going to the um, doctor and knowing without insurance and don't have no means to pay the thirty grand right. at all. Well, like one, one, of say, one of the people say what's going to happen, people are just going to die. And I don't know if you all heard, but one of the senators was saying that's a Republican. He said that, and you know, he said, I was totally against Obamacare from day one. He said, but when I got sick with cancer two years ago, Obamacare saved my life. Because think about it, those, they don't buy insurance because they make so much money. They don't need insurance. If they got to go to the doctor, they can afford to pay for it. So whatever he said, he had cancer. He said, and Obamacare saved his life because I guess going through those treatments and all that, that was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We just going to keep praying. I'm just praying that God keep me healthy. That's what I'm saying. And my family Amen. and my loved ones, everybody. Amen. Amen. By God. You know, and, and, when, and, and something else that I read, 
last night and I just started praying. Um, the school system, the school system, how, how they put this lady in that don't believe in public school. What are parents supposed to do? They were talking about in a, they're going to do better mm-hmm. with school. And they and they used Detroit. And I told Trenton that last night. I said, Trenton, have you ever seen Detroit school system? I said, you didn't see when they showed Detroit online. I said, on the TV. And I went and I looked at Detroit school system and went and started reading. I said, when I saw reps running around the classroom, I said, that mm-hmm. disturbed me. The teachers, those schools were so abandoned and ragged. I said, it was awful. And he said, well, my mother, those things happen. I said, those things shouldn't happen to children. It shouldn't I said, happen. Well, those mm-hmm. things shouldn't happen to nobody's child. I don't care how poor you are. Your child should be able to go to school and get a good education. Exactly. Exactly. Said, in Detroit, the automobile industry thrives. The sporting industry thrives. The entertainment industry thrives. And you mean to tell me, Detroit, first of all, Detroit public school system. <laughs> now, I truly, now this is a little bit, maybe revamp it and redo something over again. Because when you go into a community, into a neighborhood, and, and I'm a neighborhood that I, um, that's where we lived there the longest. I wasn't, I didn't go to school in that neighborhood. But the neighborhood, the, there is no school in that whole entire neighborhood. The, wow. The way the Detroit public schools, the, um, they only mm-hmm. kept a certain select school, and of course they were going to keep Cass Technical High School because it's Cass Tech, and they have too many, too many illustrious alums um, from entertainment, sports, everything, so they were going to keep those type of schools. But this particular neighborhood, the elementary school, graffitied out, boarded up. And, so, and, and I always asked my mother, and, I, and when when I first saw this, when they first shut it down, I said, where did these kids going to school at? Because, you know, that's unheard of. And my mother, my mother I remember my mother, uh, when Delante was in school, she was really forcing me and Chris to take Delante. And and I told her, I said, um, I don't, me and Delante's mother, we have not talked about this. And I said, you know, I said, if it was just me, I probably would have taken him. But it wasn't me. It was me and my husband, Chris, and I got kids as well, too. And I said, if we take Delonte here, it's just me. Camera goes to her father every other weekend. And so, she, so on the days that I don't have camera, I would still be stuck with Delonte. And it's just me, where it's a whole bunch of And I said, my sister, she chose to live in the city of Detroit and keep her son in the city of Detroit when they were taken away from school. And at that time, my sister was working for the city of Detroit, working in the public school system in the city of Detroit. And when they take away neighborhoods, I mean, you can go from neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood of taking away the schools. And I said, something is wrong. I said, because one, I said, they should have been putting that money back. First of all, they should have increased those taxes and demanded these people stay in the city of Detroit, not run off to the different suburbs. And paying those taxes over there, I said, because I said right here, my taxes in Arlington. I live in the city of Arlington, but my school taxes is in Mansfield because I'm I'm the last block of of Arlington, and so our school district is is Mansfield. I spend more on my school district taxes than local taxes, 
and right. we don't have state taxes. And I right. said more. And, and right now I don't have a kid in the in the school right. system, but right. I still I still spend more because of the fact it's reinvesting into our children and on my money. There you go. Education. There you go. Yep, and putting that into the education. And when when you, whenever I go in Detroit, that that's that's what I see. I see boarded up schools. I see. Yeah. I mean, I remember Cam was like, "What do these kids go to school at?" And, you know, we don't have graffiti on our wall, and we don't have stuff like this. And and, and I, you know, it was sad. It's sad. It, I mean, extremely sad to see this. And, yeah. and and they went on and put. He went on and put this lady, who was all about these charter. Yeah. And even yeah. when they put these charter schools into these yeah. um, areas, you take away from the public schools, and then yeah. these people still got to try to figure out how to get their kids there. If they can yeah. barely afford to try to get their kids to a school, that's no neighborhood school, you want them to bust them to go to their different schools. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And so I, I was definitely not, I was not for that appointment either. And so I said, now, he couldn't pick no better person because there's no way in the world I would have picked anybody in Michigan. You know, I said, they got some, some work to do about their education system. Because he, he was going to do just what he wanted to do. That's why. And, you know, you say the thing. When you say Texas supports their school, I, y'all didn't hear me talk about Monique Tiffany's friend that lives in, um, I forgot, but she stays on the border of two parishes, okay? So she has to pay taxes for both of those, okay? Nikki don't have chickens now, but she makes 140 grand a year. But one thing I could say about Texas schools, except for in, on the south side, and I, I only wrote through this, I have never, ever seen one of Texas, not one Texas school that was a mess. So while I was out there, when we went to schools out there, when we went to Flower Mound, and I saw these schools out like, oh, my God. Middle schools looked like colleges in New Orleans, okay? I could not believe the schools were just so gorgeous because I wasn't used to seeing that. Now, I give God all the glory. Since Katrina, every school in New Orleans now is a brand-new, high-tech, $40, million school. And I know God allowed some things to happen to raise up some things in this city and in this state. But I understood Texas, y'all don't pay state tax, but y'all pay those taxes for school, and that's what's important. Like you say, you don't have children that go to school, but you still got to pay for the little girl next door that go to school, and that's mm-hmm. what they don't understand. He don't care, though. His child got, goes to a private school. Their children, their children are never mixed with your children. Exactly. exactly. So we keep praying. We keep praying. We keep praying that God's going to turn this whole situation around. God is going to fix this entire thing. I just stand on Second Chronicles 7 and 14. We're going to keep praying. And you know, like my pastor always say, I don't care what the world does. God's people are going to be blessed in the midst of it. And I believe that. I don't care what it looks like. You know, I look, we were talking about colleges yesterday, and Tiffany was saying, my mama, you never paid a dime for college. I jumped up off that sofa. I said, thank you, Jesus. That's why right. four years I paid $100. Now, don't get me wrong. Right now, Destiny, 
um, yesterday she was taking a test for a GRE. I didn't know because she is an impoverished student, so they say, and she's on Medicaid. She didn't have to pay when Tina found out Destiny paid $289. What she had to charge. Tina said, oh, no, Mama, she could have got a waiver. We didn't know. She said, Destiny, I have to pay for that. She said, Destiny, why didn't you call me? You are Medicaid. You wouldn't have paid for that, but she hasn't paid for it. So they are perks. But I understand everybody don't want to see nobody get nothing, and that's just where we are. We live in a doggy dog world, but God is still in control. God, I, I look at that. Yeah, and I look at the fact that God will provide for Tamara. You know, even with us, Tamara, by her taking some uh, financial aid in the summertime, because she had seven hundred dollars um, each semester that she uh, that she didn't get that she had to, uh, that we had to pay for, and 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 like that, and that's why I thank God for Sister Marguerite for helping us out next weekend uh, because I got to start paying that. Like I told Chris, and I said, "Well, so baby, I, I I'm not going up to Atlanta the ball and be spending money like I got money because I said camera got a thousand dollar worth of bills." That we got to pay by March second. By um, March second. Yeah, the and so you know, and and I said again, I said, and her daddy, he told her, well, we ain't got no money because we went, we sent to event to um, Italy to see you, and I was like, he still was talking about Italy. Yes, and I said that was a choice. Y'all could have said because Tamara asked me to go, and I said, baby, I paid for you to go. I can't go. Y'all didn't have to go. Y'all went on vacation. She wanted to go to Italy. I said, this girl got a, she needs some money. She needs that $1,000. Point blank. Example. And all he had to do was pay $250. This man, we camera broke it down. She said, Mom, I would take the money out. Out of my check, if you can pay this amount, 250 I think uh, it was something else. Broke it down, it was $200-something. He didn't want to pay it. And, wow. and he, wasn't, he was never paying he was never paying for her her uh, meal plan. I was always paying for that. So all she was asking was that to help me pay for my uh, this tuition shortage. It's seven hundred dollars, seven hundred and some dollars. He didn't want to pay. Wow. And so she was like, "Mom," she said, "Would you go and talk to him?" I said, "Girl, I cannot talk to your father and have a and, and to be a good Christian. <laughs> I cannot." I said, "I said that I will just flip out and like, are you crazy? I'm sitting up here working." He he's working extra jobs to have to afford the lifestyle that they live. And I said, you know, I said, I worked extra job to help his daughter make sure that, you know, she has the extra the stuff, the accidental, the incidental stuff that she needs for college. Same. He didn't want to help her pay her tuition shortage. Because Same. his wife went to Italy. So I've been praying keep on that. <laughs> just keep praying. Yeah, I said, but I know God will watch over. God is gonna bless us, and we are gonna get that money. It's gonna happen, and I'm not worried right. about it. Right, right. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, that went from the prayer line to the football game to the politicians to the insurance. <laughs> I just want to say good morning. I thank God for waking me up this morning. Have a blessed day. <laughs> I know we need to get out this line so we can get up and go to church. 
Everybody, like, my three sister margaritas in church now.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.